Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we unfortunately, we got to get into what happened in Jacksonville, Florida. In Jacksonville, Florida, a white supremacist terrorist by the name of Ryan Palmeter decided to go and attack black people. He followed in fashion, just like the white supremacist terrorist in Buffalo at the Topps supermarket. So what he originally wanted to do, and we're going to show the video of this, he tried to go to the HBCU, Edward Walters uh, University. Now I want you to check out this short clip of him trying to actually, you know, put on the vest and everything and go into the HBCU. Commit a, oh, oh, no, he like this shit, though. Oh yeah, he locking that door. He got that bulletproof vest. And BSO is all the way. Yeah. Suspicious. Grab him. As you saw that you know, the brothers was recording that the police kind of showed up. So I guess that kind of thwarted him and we get more into what actually happened at the university with their statement. But from there, he went to a dollar general in the area and he went on a white supremacist terrorist attack. He is a domestic terrorist committed an act of domestic terrorism under the guise of hatred for the black man and woman of America. So let's go ahead on and play the report from the sheriff. And the sheriff makes it very, very clear in this report that he meant to target and harm black people, not minorities, not people of color, not targeted groups, black people. Let's go ahead and roll that. We identify in a Dollar Tree in a new town area of Jacksonville, outfitted with a tactical vest, armed with an AR-style rifle, and a handgun. Then the shooter killed three people before turning the gun on himself, taking his own life. Other than the three individuals killed and the shooter himself, there are no additional people who suffered gunshot wounds. We are not identifying the deceased victims at this time, but I can tell you that there are two male victims and one female victim. All of, all of the deceased victims are black. Multiple units from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office responded to this active shooter scene, as did members of Jacksonville Fire Rescue, our mayor, and city leaders. We are still in the, uh, in the very early stages of this investigation, so there's a lot of information that we don't know at this time. I will share you that, with you the information that I have been able to, uh, to verify. The shooter was believed to have resided in Clay County with his parents. He was involved in a 2016 domestic call in Clay County with no arrest. In 2017, he did have a Baker Act. We know that at 11.39 a.m. today, Sheriff Cook gave us information that he left Clay County headed to Jacksonville. At 1.18 at p.m., he texted his father and told his father to check his computer. At 1.53 p.m., the shooter's family members called the Clay County Sheriff's Office. By that time, he had already began shooting in Jacksonville. The Clay County Sheriff's Office, who has been assisting our agency with this investigation, received information after the shooting that the shooter had authored several manifestos, one to his parents, one to the media, and one to federal agents. Portions of these manifestos detailed the shooter's disgusting ideology of hate. Plainly put, this shooting was racially motivated and he hated black people. He wanted to kill, that's the one and only time I'll use that word. 
I want to be very clear that there is absolutely no evidence that the shooter is part of any large group. We know that he acted completely alone. We are not a community of hate. We stand united with the good and decent people of this city. We reject this inexcusable violence. And this agency will not rest until this investigation is complete and every available avenue of accountability has been exhausted. Now I'll be happy to answer any questions after we view this video. Again, the video is rather short because um, I don't think some of the things that are on there are appropriate for television. And it's not meant to entertain or be insensitive to our to our victims and our victims' families. So I wanted our I wanted the people to be able to see exactly what happened in this situation and um, just how sickening it is. I'll answer any questions if I can. Yes, sir. We have no information that he worked at that store. He let, uh, I'm, from what I'm understanding from our lieutenant here, um, he let several people out of the store. Why, I don't know. Some of them were white, but I do believe there was a couple that were, that were not. Did he give a warning before he started shooting? No. When you see that, when you see him walk out on the sidewalk and he points that gun at that car, he fired 11 rounds at that car. He did not give any warning. He just did it. And when he was inside the store, uh, someone had told me that he said, if you don't want to die, then leave the store. Do you Th those are all statements that we're looking into and trying to confirm. Now, shout out to the sheriff, you know, for saying what he said, even though, of course, on YouTube, we couldn't actually play that word. But he did say that word during, you know, live on national TV, because that's exactly what the white supremacist terrorist by the name of Ryan Paul Meter actually stated. Now, of course, when this happened and all this have came out, of course, the same old arguments come out, you know, of course, about, you know, the gun issue, which, you know, I've told y'all before, you know, I've always been a proponent of, you know, agreeing that American citizens don't need AR 15s. If you want to shoot that kind of weapon, I think you need to enlist in the U S military and you can go shoot all any kind of weapon that you want to, um, over there with them. Um, I firmly believe I say if a person want to protect themselves, Hey, the traditional shotgun protects a home handgun protects a home. You can have a vicious dog that also can even alert you or even hold somebody for you. If that's what, what they need to do. And if people are saying, no, but what if this, and well, I need to have that. Listen, if I need to have all of that particular weaponry, then I don't need to live in this country. That's how I feel about that. Um, I definitely believe in protecting my family, but if it's to that point where I need that kind of arsenal, then I don't need to live here. It's just simple. I need to pack my bags and I need to go because that is not one thing I need to be thinking about every day is my family's safety. And you can have all that mess if you want. It's still not going to stop nobody from getting at you. You can have a thousand AR-15s if you want. As long as your back is turned, as long as you go to sleep, as long as anything like that, somebody can get at you, no matter what you got going on. It's just like it's just like that, no matter what. Now, this guy 
was known by law enforcement. He was known by them. They even have a law called the Baker Act where they end up holding him for about 72 hours. His parents, he lived with them. He was a definite incel. Anybody know what incel means? It means involuntary celibate. Okay. He was an incel. And we've seen a pattern of these young in their twenties, white supremacist, you know, male terrorists, uh, doing some targeted, um, terrorism on black people. They really turned up with, with hatred of black people. They want to act on that. That's for sure. But on top of all the same old rhetoric, we're hearing the thoughts and prayers. We don't need the thoughts and prayers. We, we, we over that long time ago. If you're giving thoughts and prayers, Democrats or Republicans it don't matter. Then present an anti-black hate crime bill. According to SBI statistics, which I cover that all the time, black Americans are the number one victim of hate crimes in this country. And who got a protection from the COVID-19 bill was Asian Americans who are not the number one victim. And it was not even the number one victim during the pandemic. They were not Democrats and Republicans voted. Both of them voted to give them protection. Matter of fact, you talk about this filibuster in the Senate. When that bill came up, they threw away the filibuster. Understand for them to get protection. But when we talk about the George Floyd bill and anything like that, that, that came up, Oh, the filibuster. Well, we can't do nothing. No, 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 no. It's always when it's time to do something for black people, you can't do anything. That's always been, do not protect black people at all costs. We want black people to be sitting ducks. We want them to always be in a position where they can be victimized. Other groups, we'll protect them, but black folks, no. The only time black folks get, get anything out of this country from history, we're talking about American history, even recent American history, is when black folks have an uprising. That's the only way they listen. They never listen when you say, let's go to the ballot box, let's vote, let's put up a representative. I mean, why does it got to take something that, that much? But also, it's just a lot of things with this story. This guy leaves his area, they say in Clay County, and goes over here to Jacksonville. So when you talk about, you know, black people saying, well, we just need to get in our own area, we need to separate, we need to do this, we need to do that, you know, the, the separation particular conversation. Whether it's Buffalo or Jacksonville, both of these white supremacist terrorists left their areas where they live, which is white, and they went to these black areas. So if we all do that, how, like I said before, and I've seen this many times before, how are you going to protect your area? Unless you literally have men standing at the entry, all entry points of them coming in there. See, what makes me sick is a black person show up in a black area. They, they not know they have to check in with certain people, but these white supremacist terrorists could go in black areas, in and out, in and out, casing the place. And nobody told them by checking in. These foreigners have got businesses in our community. They don't have to check in. 
They don't have to give back to the community. They don't have to do crap. Only these silly rules about checking in and all that other crap is put on black people, which is sickening. I've also said before, you cannot have no area in this country that's completely ours that we keep everybody out of because we don't control the government. We don't control the police. We don't control any of that solely. I'm not saying we don't have a, a, a sheriff or two or we don't have a mayor. Or we don't, no, no, no. I'm talking about the system isn't in, enforcing anything like that. I said the only way you really can have some peace away from the white supremacists is you, we have to take ourselves literally out this country away from them. Now you could do all that. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't running. I'm staying here and that, 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 that. And, and I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just saying that what I see with these people, we always, and because we so scattered, we're not together as a community. We're not fully on code as we should be as a community because we have so many people on code with the community and a lot that's not. And I would say the majority is not. We're not on code with a whole lot of things. Only time we kind of get on code is when something like this happens and it unfortunately don't last long. Cause we go right back to doing what we was doing before. We can protect our community, sure, but it would literally be a job too. And every time that we try to do what's right for our community, here come white supremacy undermining that progress. You got to think about that. We've always created communities. We've always created schools. We always try to protect ourselves. Deacons of defense and all the type of different groups that we've had to try to protect ourselves. Every single time they break up the group. They put federal charges on the group. They do something to take away our protection because this country always want black Americans to be in a position where we're sitting ducks for any white supremacist terrorists to show up and harm us. We can be harmed politically. We can be harmed educationally. We can be harmed financially. We can be harmed physically. They always want us to be in this type of position from way back when to even to 2023. Even your Democrat party, who's supposed to be your friends, right? They supposed to be your friends. Do they, do they say any rhetoric against black folk, like those white supremacists and even some of those that spew rhetoric, anti-black rhetoric on the right? No, they don't do it. But at the same time, even though they don't do that, they won't do nothing for you to protect you. Because, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I get so tired of these, these slow and remedial people in our community with all that Republican crap. We all know what the Republicans are doing, some of them. We all know that. Why you keep bringing that up? Your Democrat friends aren't doing anything. They the first one to show up to talk about hate. The first ones. The first ones talking about this needs to stop, all that. But when it comes to, to doing, when it comes to, okay, it's time to do something about it to protect black folk. Democrat party does nothing and make excuse after excuse after excuse. And then you silly black folk still give excuses for them. The Republicans, what did they do? And all of that. And you don't vote for them people like that. You vote for the Democrats. The Democrats is always in your face talking about hate and all of this sort of thing. The Democrats don't rein in the police, but they're supposed to be our friends and they talk about police brutality and all oh, excessive force. And that's my thing. Now let's, let's get to Ron DeSantis here because you know, a lot of this stuff just frustrate me because it's, it's 
and sometimes I don't even like to talk about it. I'll be on with you. Some of these cases I don't even like to talk about. The reason why I don't like to talk about them sometimes is because just, just hear me is because I know the response from our community. I know where the response is going to be the same response. There was in Buffalo. Sure. We'll get mad, angry, sad. We'll, we'll chastise the Democrats. We will. And then kind of after either person goes to jail, person kills, you know, deletes themselves and not say that or whatever. Right. We will go right back to talking about Suki Hana and sexy red. Talking about Donald Trump's mugshot, that sort of thing. That's what we would get back to talking about. And we will throw away all that. What we were talking about when it happened in Buffalo. That, and I've seen this pattern for the past 10 plus years that I've been doing this. It, it doesn't change anything. We, we don't insist on a bill to protect us. We don't force them to, to pass any bill to protect us. We don't say we're going to hold our vote until we get something like that. Well, we don't do that. We still go out and vote for the Democrats, even though they don't give us nothing. And that's so frustrating to me to, to hear black America talking about, we need protection. We need help. We need this and that, but when it's time to get out of there and vote, the first thing you do is listening to some freaking celebrities. I don't want to hear a celebrity tell me nothing about politics. I don't respect the word of a celebrity telling me nothing about politics at this point, because I've seen that all these political, the celebrities, uh, reality show people, these, you know, we know who the Democrat shields are. I mean, we get them, we get it, but they're just bought and paid for about Democrat political action committees telling you to vote, vote for what, what are we getting out of it? What are we getting out of it? Then we ask that question because you don't have a response to that question. You bring up Republicans every single time. It's the Democrat party that's just trying to get you to vote for them. I don't see a bunch of uh, celebrities talking about vote for the Republicans. And that's why you don't get nowhere as a community. I'm just saying as a community, you don't. And unfortunately I'm a part of it. So we don't. Yes. I say, unfortunately, because I wish there was a community of black folk that thought like me, I'm talking about the whole group that thought like me and a lot of you who think the same way as me. I'm not the only one. But I wish we had a community of us that we all on code. We all going to do what we need to do. We know what we need to do politically. We know what we need to do financially. We know what we need, we know what we need to do spiritually. We know what we need to do when it comes to family. We all know what we need to do and we making moves. Unfortunately, you have so many in our collective community that's going to sabotage that progress. Even in moments like this. You got, you got your, your raccoons already out there interjecting themselves. Whether you like it or not, they're part of the community. You could cast them out. They're still part of it. So you got the raccoons doing it. Then you got the scared black folks that, that's, that's looking at Democrats to, to, say, to save them, right? You got some black folks just confused, don't know what to do on a good day. Then you got the black folks like us. We have so many different factions, and it's not enough of us to really get on code. The only way them other groups get on code unless a Jacksonville happens every week, then they'll get eventually get on code because they're scared. But Ron DeSantis, you part of it too. So let me play a video by Ron DeSantis 
Because Ron DeSantis, I, I got I got I got a lot to say to you. Let's go ahead and roll that. Able to speak with Sheriff TK Waters in Jacksonville about the horrific shooting that took place. This shooting based on the manifesto that they've discovered from the scumbag that did this was racially motivated. Uh, he was targeting people based on their race. Uh, that is totally unacceptable. Uh, this guy killed himself rather than face the music and accept responsibility for his actions. And so he took the coward's way out, but we condemn what happened in the strongest possible terms. We've offered support for uh, Sheriff Waters and the city of Jacksonville, and we send our condolences to the victims and their families uh, who were the victims of, uh, of a very cowardly act. Ron DeSantis, you didn't even feel right making that video. You look so uncomfortable in that video. You didn't look confident at all. You know, I don't know if you don't know how to deal with tragedy like that. I don't know if you just didn't want to make the video because you had to, you better at that point, you being the governor of Florida, but see Ron DeSantis, you part of the problem, sir. You part of the problem. You're part of the problem because you went into office attacking black people, your black residents of Florida. You came in with this, Oh, you against so-called woke, right? And let's call it what it is. Anyone who stands against racism, white supremacy, and want to see the end of those injustices is called woke. So anyone that's called woke is basically you referring to black people and the fight against white supremacy. You said many times that Florida is a place where woke comes to die. That comes from you, sir. And now you're talking about the victims here. Then you instituted permitless carry. And they have that in Texas too. They, and, and even law enforcement groups in Texas were against permitless carry. It's here too in Texas. So you instituted permitless carry in Florida. You want every, you want any, any old person to get any access to any old gun that they want. It don't matter. So it's your rhetoric constantly. You are attacking black people constantly. Do you remember even during the election with him and Andrew Gillum? He has said about, oh, Florida don't monkey this up. He said that. You would think that that would have galvanized a lot of people to come out and vote against him at that time period. And I spoke against DeSantis at that time period. I said, look, Andrew Gillum, I think he would have been a lot better than, than, than freaking DeSantis on some things. I, I, you know, like I said, I don't agree with all his politics, but I think he'd have been a little bit better. Definitely a little bit better. And you look at what's happening right now with Florida, the tourism that went, um, away is not like it used to be. The NAACP put out a travel advisory for black folk and he came out and said, Oh, that's just a theater, what they're doing. And then this happened. They did this back in March and then this happens in August. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like the NAACP was too off on this one. Were they Ron? And then now you're running for president. Why would anybody vote for you for anything? When you look at the way Florida, it has went down since you have been in Florida, sir. You don't care about black people like that. Then your other buddy, Vivek Ramaswamy, He's just as bad or even worse. Run off of his mouth. 
And I, I'll get on him uh, probably the next podcast because he, he didn't ran, he didn't said a whole lot of things. I think the black community, and I said this before, I, I'm going to say it again. I think it's time for us to start zeroing in on Warren Maswami. Yeah, because uh, he, 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 he talking too much. And, and, and he's a, a problem because he's a, because his parents immigrated here. He's first generation. And, and, and black folks is the only reason his parents is here. Cause they was not letting no East Indians in this country prior to black folks fight. One of the greatest mistakes we ever made as black people is that because we have, we have seen them import nothing but enemies to black society. But Ron DeSantis, a lot of this is on your hands, sir. Because you know good and well the remedial people that follow you. You know the uneducated people that follow you. And when you're given a safe haven to white supremacist terrorists because of your rhetoric, it's not about you being a Republican. Because you know some people with that argument, oh, he says a Republican. Well, Kathy Hochul, she's a governor of New York. She's never said nothing remotely close at all like Ron DeSantis have said. And look what happened in Buffalo. So we, we, we don't want to just put that on a political party. I think that's dangerous because white supremacy don't care about a political party. It's white supremacy. That political party crap beyond which it is, is a smoke screen to keep everybody confused and in the system is really the only party that matters is white supremacy. That's the only party. It don't matter how they enact white supremacy whether they consider it a liberal white supremacy or conservative white supremacy or progressive white supremacy or, or, you know, whatever kind of white supremacy they want to do is still white supremacy. It doesn't agree with equality. It doesn't agree with uh, 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 everyone having their own fair share. It, it, they don't agree with that in white supremacy, no matter what political party you go with. Because I see people, oh, he was a registered Republican. Yeah, I did see that. But there's a lot of registered Republicans that haven't picked up a gun, done nothing to nobody. Somebody can be a registered Democrat and do the same thing. There's a lot of Democrats that ain't done that nobody either. So get out of this political party crap and keep it where it, it, it matters. White supremacist terrorism. That's what counts. That's what matters. That's what affects us. Don't make it about political party because if you make it about political party. Then the Democrats will come in and slide in and say, yeah, vote for us. Can you see how the Republicans are? This is what they're doing to you. And then you go vote for them. They get in office and still don't have no protections for black America. I mean, y'all look at this guy, look at him on the screen. You saw the video. See, they get very dangerous also, ladies and gentlemen, when, 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 when white women don't want them. I'm, oh, I got I to gotta go there. When white women don't want these incels, and white women say, nah, hell nah, I'm good. When you look at them, these white women don't want them. You remember Elliot Roger? You remember him? He was, he was another incel, and he was upset because the white women was choosing on the brothers. And it's not that a lot of times these brothers are like going up to these women and, and talking to them or trying to Mac on them or whatever. No, a lot of times these women will come there on to the brothers tricking off with daddy's credit card. They'll be tricking off and they don't want people like Ryan and they get mad and they get real deep. A lot of times into racism and you look at these manifestos, which I have not got access to his manifesto yet. 
But I like reading the manifestos. I like to understand their mind. I mean, I know it's evil, of course, but I still like to know where it goes. A lot of times they get so upset when white women reject them and they get with brothers. But like I covered on one video on uh, the black congregation channel where this white woman said that the men in her community is more obsessed with the black male phallus than white women are. Oh, and I believe that I know that. So if, if they, if they can't get the white woman, they so obsessed with a black man and what he's doing, but look in history when they would commit an act of terrorism against a black man and they chop up all their body parts, these males would want the black male phallus on their mantle as a trophy, the males see the LGBT that runs real deep in, in their community. What other man wants another man's phallus? What, I mean, what kind of only you got to be LGBT and a sick one at that, a sick demented one to want something like that. See, a lot of their hatred comes from they don't measure up to what we are as black men or even what we measure up as black people. And because their country is falling apart, yeah, it's their country. It's falling apart. You can say it's our country. We don't run anything. We live here, but we don't run nothing. So their country is falling apart because they made it fall apart. It's going in the tailspin because they did it. We didn't do it. They did it. And they're suffering more and more every day. So the more and more they suffer, who are they going to, of course, try to blame? Not, not themselves, which they should be blaming, but they want to go target us. And with these people, they're getting progressively worse. I'm telling you, they're not going to get better. They're going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. One thing I'm always going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is to protect my family. I can care less what any, anybody say. Any of you, I don't care. I'm going to protect my family. Whatever I got to do to protect them. If I got to go to certain, certain places in the country, you know, United States, and say, hey, this is a safe place for my family, I'll do that. If, if I, if I want to stay here like that, which I really, to be honest, I told you, I, I won't tell y'all nothing because it's not your business. But, I always tell people the day or end the hour is going to come. Well, I'm not going to be in this country Mm -mm. because I just see where it's going. I'm happier outside the country. I mean, I can come visit. I always have a place here. Of course I'm doing business here, but I, I, the the country is going to such a dark place. Our people are so confused. They easily distracted. We really don't, you know, cause like I said, the same, I'm telling you, no matter what city I go to in America, the same things that happen to black folk, we get gentrified our areas. We're getting pushed out literally. Educationally, we're not even getting educated. Do you realize kids today aren't even learning how to write cursive in public schools? My child is learning to write cursive at, in fourth grade, but I don't have my child in a public school. Because I, I can't, I told y'all, I refuse to allow Becky and them to teach my kids. That won't happen. Because I know 
that is the starting process of white supremacy and making our children feel bad about being black. It starts in those schools. And, I, and they're, I'm, they're not going to be criminalizing my children like that. I refuse. No, it won't happen. And if they told me, well, you got to put your kids in our public school or you won't. Okay, well, I'll delete the country then and go put my kid in a black school somewhere out of the country. I'll do that if I got to, if it became an issue. I refuse for them people to teach my children. Why would I want them to teach my children and Ryan is what they produce? They try to always talk about uh, black single mothers and how horrible. And, and I know the single mother issue is a, is a bad issue, but you know what? Pookie and Ray Ray, even though he's a menace to the community, Pookie and Ray Ray don't go do that. Pookie and Ray Ray don't go to schools and do that. Pookie and Ray Ray don't go to the malls and do that. Do they? No. So if anybody is a horrible mother, it's surely not the black single mother. But the black single mothers is extremely demonized. And I and we do have some issues with some of that. But even even with some of them, and I say some, not all, they still aren't raising Ryans. They aren't raising them. You have to think about that a little bit. All the people who's running around here doing domestic terrorist actions had their father in the household. Every last one of them. Because Ryan here had his father in the household. He didn't grow up with a single mother. He had his father, which his father was a criminal too, because he he had a, a record. Robbery. So he come from a, a line of criminals. He had his father. The other one from, from Buffalo, he had his father too. That Peyton Gendron, that terrorist, he had his father too. So when y'all say, oh, well, the black kids without the fathers, and I'm not advocating fatherless households. No, I believe our black children need our fathers in the house. But what I'm saying is, what's their excuse? Because they had their father. They had their mother. Both of these terrorists. Even in our worst condition, we ain't like them. Even in our, even if our worst condition, we're not raising terrorists like that. The only thing we're doing wrong is not having, it's true. We don't have our, because if the black father was there, all this mess that go on in our community would be shut down. That's why white supremacy tried to remove the black father out of the household by any means necessary. Because they know when that black father's there, everything going to get in line. It's not going to be a Pookie and Ray Ray issue when, when the black man is in the home. Unless he's a Pookie and Ray Ray himself. But the average black man is not a Pookie and Ray Ray. So we had the majority of black men in, our, in the household who wouldn't have a Pookie and Ray Ray issue. And they know this. They know it. They work on our black children, especially our black boys and men, early. They start on them early in those elementary schools, middle school, high school, start criminalizing them, getting them on paperwork, trying to get them arrested, trying to move the fathers out of the household, do everything they can to destroy the black family. Even in our destructive issues that we have, we still are not raising terrorists. We aren't doing it. These people have everything handed to them, literally, on a silver platter. And they still whining about they can't make it, whining about the economy, whining about this, whining about that. 
Black folks have never had nothing handed to us and we figured it out. And because they don't get their way now, oh, I'm going to go to the mall and I'm going to just pick up an AR-15 and go just take it out on innocent people. Or I'm going to go to a school where children are at and, 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 and take it out on innocent school kids because I'm mad. Or I'm going to go to a Walmart in El Paso, Texas, because I don't like Hispanics, so I'm going to go do that. Oh, I'm going to go to the, the grocery store in Buffalo because I don't like blacks. I'm going to go do that. Oh, I'm going to go over here to the Dollar General because I don't like blacks, so I'm going to go do this. You, you, you see what I'm saying? The most privileged people in this country, and yeah, this is what they do? And, and, and I told y'all before, the older I get and the more I just see things and how things just don't change with them, the more and more I'm, like I said, I, well, like I said, I already got my, 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 my plans, my missions. I'm not going to tell that online, but the only thing I'm saying is it's just the more and more I'm like, Oh, I can't wait for the day. <laughs> I can't wait for the day. I ain't got to look at them. I ain't got to see them. I ain't, ain't going to be my problem because at that day I'm going to be like Amon Ra and may he rest in peace. I'm be like him. Well, y'all want to be over there with them people. Shoot. What'd you expect? That'll be my message at that time. Not now, but at that time it will be. Now, of course I get a lot of messages from brothers and sisters because the only thing I tell you this, don't let people online try to condemn you or, or shame you for what you think you need to do for your personal family. Cause none of these people online include me. Is not going to be there to protect your family. You have to make whatever conscious decision that you need to make. And you don't need to send me emails asking me the questions about anything like that. That's a that's conscious decisions that you can work on yourself. Nobody no, it is your personal responsibility to protect your family and put them in in environments. Of course, no matter where you go is going to have crime, but this targeting because you're black, that's specific definitely to the Western world, but definitely more so to the United States more than even other Western countries. It's horrible, but let's see, because my prediction is thoughts and prayers. Well, you need to get out there and vote for us in 2024. Oh, you don't want Trump in them to get in because this is going to happen more and more. This is going to happen when Trump get in. I already know. I already know the Democrats are going to try to use this as the ways to get you guys out there to vote. For them, and you know, if my prediction's correct, um, it may work. It, it may work to get them back in. Now we 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 don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, they're already trying to talk about mass mandates again. And you know, if they ginning that up, you already know what they're talking about. You already know what they're gonna try to go by twenty twenty four. They say, well, in case we don't get Trump in jail, we need to go on and get the mail in ballots back. Ugh, it's so much with this stuff. It's so much, but. Like I say, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm very, of course, upset at the loss of lives of our brother. It's just two brothers and a sister, but just, it, I'm just so tired of seeing it and I'm tired of our response to it. That's my frustration. Our response, because we can nip this in the bud as a community really can. We can even get the politicians in line as a community. Oh yeah, we can, but we don't have that wherewithal to do so. We think it's going to get done in one week, two weeks, instead of saying we got to stick to this until it's done. See, Ron DeSantis and it, people like that, black folks can even get him out of the governorship. 
collectively. But we don't use the power that we have as a people. You know, we like to run around sometime and tell other groups of people how powerful we are, what we do. But then when it's time to show our power in all aspects, economic, political, spiritual, are we showing it? Yes, I say that's great what happened in Alabama. Awesome. But can we replicate that in all areas when we are being attacked? That's that's what I'm, uh, I'm talking about. Well, y- y'all just let me know. Like I said, I, I just, this whole thing just frustrates me because I already know nothing's going to happen, you know, with the, 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 the AR 15 thing, you know, nothing's going to happen. You know, it's going to be just the same old, same old Democrats playing games, trying to get votes. The shields are going to be trying to fear monger y'all joy Reid and, and Boule Martin. It's going to be the same old, same old, eh. And I guess, I guess it's just getting old of me at this point, but I don't know. Y'all let me know.